0: So I just wanted to hop on here really quickly today and discuss, you know, where my head's at and what are my expectations at heading into Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness and the finale of Moon Knight. Now let's begin with Doctor Strange because there's been a lot of discussion this last day of all the reviews, you know, that have been flooding the internet. All the critics have now seen the film. They're all discussing it. And I'll I'll admit, after reading some of these reviews, many of them are pretty jarring Um now, you know, it must be said, the majority of people that have seen the film have praised it, they've they've enjoyed it, you know, nobody has really talked about it like it's the best thing since sliced bread. Um, however, there have been, you know, quite a few people that have, you know, expressed their disappointment, and many people just kind of on the fence saying they enjoyed certain elements, you know, some things worked for them, some things didn't. Uh, overall, though, kind of surprising, and I know a lot of people are in that same boat as me. Now, the one thing that has seemed to divide a lot of people and a lot of the critics that have seen the film is Sam Raimi's direction. Uh, obviously, Sam Raimi is known for his success that he's had in the horror genre. Um, I'll admit I have not seen the original Evil Dead films, but I know that they've de- uh, the films developed a, a cult following over these years, over these decades. So I can understand that. I can appreciate that. Um, of course, I've seen the Spider-Man trilogy. Um, I don't. I've never met a human being on Earth that hasn't. So he's very familiar in the comic book genre and the horror genre. So certainly a great choice and a great director. But his creative decisions and his artistic elements that he's implemented in this film—that's very Sam Raimi-esque. Uh, you know, a lot of people have said that Marvel has given him basically full creative range in this film and. That's worked for a lot of people, but a lot of critics have said that that's actually been something that discouraged them from watching this film or not, sorry, not from watching this film. That's something that they, that they didn't like in this film. So basically some people really enjoyed Sam Raimi going in his bag. Some people were looking for more of that, you know, traditional Marvel flair that they're used to you know, with, with the other, you know, 32 other movies that have come out. Um, that seems to be the biggest dividing factor. There hasn't been one complaint that I've seen about Doctor Strange. Uh, there hasn't been a complaint about Wanda. In fact, many of the people that have been praising the film have have been saying things like Wanda is the MVP. Um, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of, uh, you know, love for the Wong character. So all good things there. That's That's really what you want to see at the end of the day. I would be a little bit more discouraged if I had heard people say like, oh, Doctor Strange was kind of off in this movie. None of that was said, at least nothing that I've seen so far. But yeah, the biggest thing that has seemed to divide people is Sam Raimi's direction that he took with this film. For me, on the other hand, that actually excites me. Because after watching the Spider-Man films and even watching his Wizard of Oz spin-off film that he did like six years ago... I'm a Sam Raimi fan and hearing that he's just basically Marvel, just let him, you know, let him off the leash and just go crazy with this film. That really excites me. So it sounds like it's right up my alley um, personally. Now I've also heard a lot of people say that, uh, this film is the scariest Marvel movie yet. And I'll be honest with you, that, isn't very surprising. And I don't think it should be to many people because let's be honest, this is Marvel. This is the superhero genre. I don't think it's ever sought out to be scary. And like, like their target audience is families, kids and nerds like me. So calling it the scariest Marvel movie to me, I don't think that's like moving my excitement up the pendulum or down the pendulum by any sort of measure at all, to be honest with you. And, you know, I've even heard some people say, like, I'm not gonna take my kids to see this film. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that sounds a little bit ridiculous, a little bit over exaggerative. However, I have not seen the film, so I could just, you know, I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now, but that's just my impression when I hear things like that. Maybe once I watch the movie, I'll think fuck they were right this thing was terrifying but, you know but even even Benedict Cumberbatch in many of the press interviews has has said like I I, I want to reiterate to people there are horror elements in this film but this is not a horror movie because I think going around calling this film incredibly scary is actually going to discourage some people really the main target audience from wanting to watch this film. So I think people might be blowing that part out of proportion. I'm sure there's going to be some, you know, uh, some jump scares here and there, but I'm not going in there expecting to be like covering my face. Yeah. That's just me. You know, I mean, then again, I have a different tolerance for horror films. I grew up watching, you know, many, many horror movies. So that, that's just my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I think people might be over-exaggerating on that aspect of the film um, now I want to discuss the cameos now no spoilers do not worry of course I haven't seen the film but there are a, a lot of leaks and a lot of photos going around online I haven't seen any I've been staying off the internet I've learned my lesson from Avengers Endgame little a uh, little quick story here you know in the, the few days before Endgame came out I just didn't have the discipline to stay off YouTube and as I was scrolling through my YouTube inbox I saw two thumbnails in particular. One with uh, one showing Captain America holding Mjolnir, which wow. <laughs> and then the second one was Iron Man with all the Infinity Stones in his gauntlet. So basically, or the Infinity Stones in his hand, rather. Um, so basically, I saw the. Arguably two biggest moments aside from when all the characters return. I saw basically two of the biggest moments in the entire film before the movie came out. So that was very disappointing. I still enjoyed myself, obviously. But yeah, I've learned my lesson from that experience. And I've been trying to stay off YouTube because I've heard that there are some photos going around. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, avoid those and steer clear of those. But, uh, but anyways, getting back to what I was saying about the cameos. Th- something that the critics have said, and I think this is very interesting, is that while there are cameos in this film, tame your expectations on them, okay? To me, how I interpret that is we're probably not going to see any came- any more cameos beyond the Illuminati. And I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm a little disappointed in that because the marketing and the trailers have pretty much already shown us half of the Illuminati, right? We've seen... The Captain Marvel variant of Monica Rambeau. We've now seen Haley Atwell's Captain Carter. We've seen Professor X. And let's be honest, we all know that John Krasinski is probably in the film as well. That's been rumored forever. So that's a fourth member. I think there's supposed to be like what seven members or or or, uh, or six members. And there's even been rumors and a lot of reports saying that Black Bolt is going to be uh, in the Illuminati. So that's five. So that really only leaves one more cameo to see. Um, And with a lot of the critics saying, like, tame your expectations on the cameos, I'm sort of disappointed I hear that. But I'm actually kind of glad I I read that at the same time. Because now I'm going to go into Doctor Strange with my expectations ever so slightly tamed. In regards to the cameos, I'm still very, very excited for the film. Uh, I'm certainly excited to see, you know, Wanda continue her arc that was built from WandaVision. And obviously, Doctor Strange is one of my favorite characters. So I'm I'm excited to see his personal arc continue. And I'm also excited to see, you know, uh, returning characters like Wong and even Rachel McAdams' character. Which I think is, I think her character in this film is going to be a multiverse version Uh, Some kind of character working in the Illuminati. But basically what I'm trying to tell you guys is if you're like me and one of the biggest reasons why you've been excited for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is because of the cameos. I think we as fans should kind of lower our expectations a little bit going into the film just so we're not disappointed. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think that we're going to see Tom Cruise as superior Iron Man, because that has been probably the the most speculated cameo going into this film. Everybody has been asking for it. And I will say though, I think we will get him. I think we will get that cameo, but I think they're saving that for something like Avengers Secret Wars down the road. So I have no doubt we'll get that cameo, but I don't think we're going to get it in this film. And I think after hearing what the critics have said about telling us to lower our expectations, I think that kind of further solidifies that. Because before hearing that, I was of the belief that, yeah, we'll probably see that. Especially with the Ultron bots and the trailers. But, you know, who knows? You know, maybe all these content creators are getting paid to just hush-hush about the whole thing. I, I doubt that. Um, we, we could still see some kind of Iron Man, you know variant i don't know but i don't think we're going to get superior iron man i'm sure we'll probably get some kind of reference to it because i'm sure they're going to say like you know why do you have these ultron bots these looking you know iron man bots whatever uh but yeah so i'm definitely going to lower my expectations on cameos but i'm still incredibly excited for the film um but yeah that's sort of my thoughts heading into it i see the film on thursday because obviously i'm not a big enough you know brand and platform to you know, get on a, uh, an, an early press screening. So I'm going to be seeing it with all my friends, which I'm, which I'm very excited for. Uh, they might join me with an out of theater reaction. I'm not entirely sure. I'll ask them, see how they feel about it, but certainly expect an out of theater reaction and also expect a podcast either at the end of this week or sometime next week, giving my full review for the film and also giving my review for Moon Knight episode six, the finale. Um, but anyways, that transitions us to Moon Knight. Uh, last week's podcast, I recorded it on Tuesday. That was the only day I could squeeze out time to do the podcast. And of course, Moon Knight, uh, each, each week, the episode releases on Wednesday. So I, I couldn't talk about episode five cause it hadn't come out. Um, so I'm going to give a, you know, a little review real quick on here. Uh, I think it was the best episode thus far. Uh, I think it was the most emotional episode. We really, we finally got to see the origin of Mark Spector. They really delved deep in his tragedy, and they we've, we we kind of understand now why he has this other personality, this other identity as Stephen Grant. To sort of, you know, go to it's it, it's sort of his blanket that he can kind of put over himself when he's you know he's he's really going through some triggers and and, and things in his trauma. So I really really liked that aspect i liked how they showed uh it was very very emotional and it was very you know heartbreaking at the same time because we see that unfortunately a tragic accident happened with his brother and his brother i think drowned uh and his mother just you know hated him for the rest of his life so that would just that would do harm on anybody um so fantastic episode and it really got me excited and looking forward to that finale that we're going to see tomorrow um now i've heard a lot of people complain that moon knight like the actual superhero moon knight has been more of a supporting character in the show and you know technically that is true we haven't seen nearly as much moon knight as many people would think considering the show is titled moon knight so i can i can understand that but for me it hasn't been an issue Uh, i actually think it's been very very interesting and I think the approach of developing Mark Spector, developing the man behind the mask, I, I've talked about this before. I think what Marvel can do is use this show as the baseline, develop Mark Spector, develop you know him and his other personalities, make us care about the character, understand him, give, it, give us the origin, and then afterwards, maybe give him his own film. And then we'll be able to see a lot more Moon Knight you know, maybe bring a more uh, recognizable character in the fold, you know, to co-star, maybe another MCU superhero just to to sort of, you know, grab more viewers, more audience members in because not many people know Moon Knight and then maybe even get a more well-known villain along with that. Um, I I doubt they're going to do that. Now, I'm sure we're going to see more Moon Knight, but I doubt they're going to take that approach and, you know, give us the the limited series and then give us a film. I hope so, but will that happen? Probably not, I'm not holding my breath. Um, But what's gonna happen on episode six? Now, there's been a trailer that's actually dropped showing quite a lot of you know footage from that season finale. We see a lot of fight scenes going on between Moon Knight, like full Moon Knight and Arthur Harrow. Looks very exciting, Uh, the visuals look incredible. We see Moon Knights flying at one point. Um, Arthur Harrow looks like he's just going full on crazy. So I'm very, very excited. And for those people that have been upset of the lack of moon Knight, I think people are going to very much enjoy the finale. Obviously I'm speaking like I've seen it. I haven't, but I imagine we're going to get a lot more moon Knight in the finale. But, uh, anyways, guys, that's pretty much all I got to say. I just wanted to hop on here really quickly and just sort of discuss where my head's at amid the rumor or not the rumors, uh, the uh, reactions and the reviews that have come out from the uh from the community so yeah um let me know what you guys think what are your thoughts heading into dr strange are you seeing dr strange when it comes out or were you able to get tickets for that release date uh and yeah let me know um as I mentioned, expect a full review by the end of this week, most likely or next week. Don't forget, you guys can find this podcast if you want to watch it. You can find it on YouTube. Just type in "unbashful," uh, or you could just type in my name, Nicholas Doucette. Either works. I'm sure you'll find it. And then you can also find the podcast on any audio platform you choose, from you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, etc. So anyways, guys, if you listen to this whole thing, thank you very much for sticking around and I'll see you all soon on episode 26.